different. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> you genuinely didn't know the difference between George Washington and George Washington Carver. No, I know what it is now. Bad, oh, bad, oh, bad. What? So in Catholic school, was it just like an hour of what the rest of us learned and then just all Jesus shit? I don't know. We didn't really have to go to school much. <laughs> Pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> and you walked to school, didn't you? No. Ew. No, no, but like when you, before you could drive, you walked to school. I walked home from school. Oh, okay. I was the first person on and the last person off the bus. Man. It was a long fucking day. Working overtime. So, oh, and I got my tabs. Chris just you. ordered a bunch of sodas on Thank Amazon. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> They're being same day delivered, which is cool for a slab of tabs. It. <laughs> <laughs> you think they'd be harder to find, but it's not. Pretty readily available. Yeah, no, I and it was an hour bus ride, by the way. Like, I used to do my homework on the bus. Bummer. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. I remember doing my homework in my carpool's car. But you, li- oh, when, when we lived way out west and you mm-hmm. went to St. Joe. I remember when uh, Woodsonia, the neighborhood, first went up. That was the name of my elementary school, yes, which I is not that. there. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, it was a lot of prefabs and like they are just sold like hotcakes. What's a prefab? They actually bring in like pieces of the house mainly, like. Is that prefabricated? Like half the house going down the freeway? Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes it's just a double wide. I don't know. I don't know if prefabs are that fabbed when they show up. Yeah. Well, they're prefabbed. Obviously, they're not. But I don't know how pre the fabbing is. Mm. Uh. But yeah, I remember because it was a four. It was legitimate. I just googled it the other day. Legitimately, fourteen miles from our house to my high school. Jesus Christ. Uh, remember when I had the Cutlass? We had the Cutlass. Yeah, we both had the Cutlass, but I had it first. I'm the reason you had the Cutlass, FYI. Oh. And I remember I would wake up and I had the 70 Cutlass, and that top took a good five minutes to put up. You had to undo the... The Jimmy Doohickey, the yeah, silver thing? He had to dig that out of the glove compartment. There were two of them, because it didn't fit on both sides. There was one uh, for each side. They unlocked the top from the windshield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, but and as, as a high schooler, you had your morning routine down to the minute. I still do. So it's like, I would come out of the house and go, up, oh, top's still down, and it's 49 degrees outside. And I just remember driving down, heater on, windows up, top down. My senior year, I would smoke two cigarettes on the way to high school. Just, I would show up to band, and it was like I looked like the rosiest cheeked kid on the planet. <laughs> like I just ran like a thousand miles. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Welcome back. This is the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We're brother and sister. We're really good friends. We hang out. Sometimes. Sometimes. Some, sometimes we record it. All is well here in my apartment. Uh, Otto is here. We can hear him eating. He I, is digging in. He's digging in on that Froms, yo. <laughs> uh, I am indulging a little 1942. I am indulging in a little uh, 15 calorie Minute Maid pink lemonade. That's right. It keeps me skinny. It's uh, three days expired, but I decided to risk it. You know, and we discussed it earlier. I don't think there's a lot of natural shit in there that's going to actual expire. I think the actual expiration date on that is like 250 years. (laughs) 
But and I don't know what the fuck just happened with Otto, but he just made a noise. <laughs> oh, he dragged his bowl over to the carpet. <laughs> oh, is he telling us that he he's done and he yeah. needs more? Yeah, but if you put more in there, he's not going to eat it because he's an asshole. He I is... think he likes it to sit out so it gets chewy. <laughs> and now he's just digging his face in the carpet. He's well... cleaning his face. The ground is his napkin. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore. Hence to forth my carpet is his napkin. Hence to forth back at you. How was your weekend? Good. Friday, I just played video games with Jorbo and Bobo. And then Saturday, I went to Chinatown Summer Nights, which you'll never guess where it is. I'm going to say it's Chinatown. Um, I didn't know how you knew it. It was because, well, it right. there's no Summer Nights neighborhood. There, Well, not anymore. There's the Sun Valley. There is Sun Valley. But there's no summer nights. There's no summer nights. British nights, but those are shoes. Yeah, we had a really good time. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. So much confetti everywhere. Oh. Oh, it's where they shot Rush Hour. In Chinatown. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, some of it. There's a plaque. There's a plaque? They don't have like a statue of Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker at some they point? They might. I don't know. We were pretty buzzed by the time we got there. I would think so. Yeah. Now, I'm not good with crowds. Neither are you. How was that? How was the crowd? I would Because Chinatown on a normal day is uh, just a panic attack waiting to happen. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever been during the daytime. Well, I've never been to the L.A. one, but the one in San Francisco is very congested. No, it was fine. It was good. Staked a little corner of a bar. Yeah? It was great. How many? It was just you and Jordy and Aubrey? And Meg. And Meg. Yeah. And Meg. And Meg. Uh, Cool. What'd you do Sunday? Uh, literally nothing. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, I edited the podcast on Sunday. And, you, and what a great job you did. I know. It was a great app. I took out all the racist things Otto said. <laughs> uh, I was in New Jersey. Ooh. At, at, uh, in New Brunswick at Vinnie Brand's Stress Factory. Who's Vinnie Brand? The guy that owns the Stress Factory. <laughs> and is he's it, also is a Is it comedian. a guy named Vinnie Brand, or is it like more of offshoot of a conglomerate of Vinny's. And it's oh, like, like there's a, a conglomerate brand. of Vinny brands? Yeah. And then he owns, like, there's, like, sub... Yeah, it's like I'm wearing Nike brand pants. Yeah. Uh, no, this guy's name was Vinny Brand. Huh. But, wow, that went deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird weekend. I've only played there once, and it was not a great weekend. It was New Year's Eve, and then the week after New Year's Eve, which is literally, like, the worst weekend in comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in entertainment business, period. Yeah, and restaurants. Everyone's done. Yeah. They've gone through all the holidays. They did New Year's. This is the first weekend where they can literally just sit on their couch and not do a goddamn fucking thing. Yeah, and you like lose track of what day it is. So you're doing shows in front of like 10 or 11 people. They're not super happy to be there. So <laughs> I didn't come back for a few years. I came back. You know, haven't really built up a following yet. And so it's like 60, 70 people a show. Uh, I'm going through some shit personally. I don't really want to get into it. But when I have actual feelings, which, you know, I'm not really into. Uh-huh. Uh, I just try to keep myself super busy. Uh-huh. And so uh, I buried myself. I'm interviewing Shinedown in front of like a thousand people in mm-hmm. September. So I've, I spent my entire weekend listening to Shinedown and doing research on Shinedown and it's been a lot of Shinedown and then Sunday when I got home I went and hung out with Shinedown 
And I was like, I was there for 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm fucking sick of you motherfuckers. They're like, what's up with him today? <laughs> what's his no, deal? We had a great hang. Not only are they a great band to watch and they make good music, but they are just some of the nicest dudes on the planet. Mom and dad had the time of their fucking lives. Mm-hmm. Like they were backstage. Mom's taking pictures from like right off of stage. Uh, just, just, you, just the smile on mom's face was so great. The uh, smile on mom's face was so great. So, and then I came home from that. And like I said, I just, I'm just trying to keep myself moving, you know. Keep it grooving. Keep it moving and grooving. Uh, Ooh, I felt a lot of feelings on Sunday. Were your feelings just from like a USA Network special or? I needed a good cry. Sometimes you just got to release that pressure valve a little. Yeah, yeah. And just cry it out. So I was like, you know, there's a movie I've been putting off. I knew it was very emotional. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll just watch this movie. It's a Pixar movie, and it's called Coco. Yeah. And boy, howdy. Did you get your cry on? Oh, a little more than she expected. <laughs> I'm going to play you the audio. Oh, none of you cried. Of a video that I sent Meg. That's a Marco Polo. I was crying so hard that I thought it was hilarious. Marco Polo is an app. Yeah, it's like a video messaging app. Okay. And uh, I was crying so hard that I started laughing so hard, and then I couldn't catch my breath, and it oh, sounded no. like a donkey. Okay, I gotta hear this. <laughs> it's really good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> good movie oh it's so beautiful it's about this little boy and he loves music and he's really good at guitar yeah and it takes place in mexico or maybe a fictitious south american city okay it's really emotional well okay well i didn't do that so sunday what i did here's here's kind of my uh the way i deal with emotions i keep myself busy and i also kind of treat myself oh yes i mean buying things is always nice uh so i took myself to the palm Ooh, yeah. In Beverly Hills, sat down with our great friend and future podcast guest, Alex Concepcion, who's one of my favorite people on the planet. He's one of those dudes that just makes you feel like you're the, you're the greatest. And he's the greatest. Yeah. And that y'all should go rob a liquor store together. <laughs> and uh, He brings it up every time. Every time he's like, listen... I have the guns in my car. We can just go do it. It's like, first of all, we knew that just by looking at you. Yeah, I used to work with Alex when I worked at the Palm downtown. And that's how we got to know him. And then through many Instagram messages and uh, nights alone at the Palm with him, I have become very good friends with him. And we sat down and uh, it's uh, the it turns into like a one of those sushi joints where the longer you stay, the weirder the menu items get. Like they just start bringing all this weird off menu shit. Yeah. Like last time I was there, he taught me about the blackened fries, which are some of the best fries I've ever had in my goddamn life. Delish. So then I literally had steak, half a lobster. I surfed and turfed it. You're goddamn right. I did. (laughs) And then I got the blackened fries, ate all of it, including two potatoes worth of fries. And then he was like, no, you got to try fries this way. Brings out another order, starts making me eat these fries. We eat most of those fries. And then he was like, as a joke, but also brought them out. 
brings out truffle fries while children in Africa weeped, <laughs> right? And we just hung out, and I had a great time, and then I Ubered back and <clears throat> poured some more 1942 for myself and watched the Aretha Franklin movie for the fourth time. And you know what? It's still fucking great, man. <laughs> it's still fucking one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, it's called Amazing Grace. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about we it. We have. But I, it's preach. Like, it is the best. <laughs> and I and I do. I watch it all the time. Also, it's the middle of summer. There's not a lot on. And it's just, in a, it's just a performance. So I just... I just watch it fucking, she's 29. She's just fucking a condo. That's, that's a lot of it. She's great. She is great. We love her. Well, speaking of stuffing your feelings. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the best restaurants of all time, the Olive Garden, ha- is coming out with something called the Lifetime Pasta Pass. Uh, I also saw this. <laughs> $500. Well, there's tears. There's tears. There. Well, the. Well, there's T E. Wait. There's I got probably this. both. T- both ways of the word. Yeah, T I E R S and T E A R S. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So the never-ending pasta pass is a hundred dollars, and it offers guests nine weeks of unlimited pastas and sauces from Olive Garden's never-ending pasta bowl menu. <laughs> The deal also comes with unlimited super salad with breadsticks. Holy shit. Okay, listen. That, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. But also. Do you know how many bowls of pasta you have to eat to make it worth your money? Uh, well, it's at $100. And I've never, I don't think I've been to an Olive Garden since I've been out of high school. And uh, I'm imagining pasta there is probably like 11 bucks. So I would put it at. Ten bowls. Nine bowls. Uh, for $500? Oh, for the hundred. I was at the $100 tier. <laughs> I was at the $100 tier? I was tier? like, that is not right. Uh, So, no, that would be 50 bowls to make the 500. Yeah, so it's a, it, they'd have to hit their 45th bowl of pasta to... In a lifetime. Pay it off. In a lifetime. Yeah. But that's still, that's still too much Olive Garden. First off, any There's Olive Garden is too much Olive Garden. Unlimited breadsticks. There's no such thing as too much Olive Garden. Yeah, but you only get the breadsticks if you order something, right? I would assume. You can't just walk in there and just eat breadsticks and bounce. No, it'd be full of homeless people. That's right. So you got to eat the pasta. It's not like you're just going to order a plate of pasta, let it sit there while you chat on our breadsticks. And how many breadsticks do you eat? I don't know. I haven't been there since high school either. But. <laughs> I'm just saying, this sounds fun. <laughs> I think it sounds fun. Well, and the funny thing is... I would love to get a photo of every person who buys this, because they're only offering 50. Um, I'd love to get a photo of everyone the day that they received their card in the mail. Yeah. And then a photo of them in three years. It would be like a reversed Weight Watchers. Wait, there's got to be an Olive Garden close to where we are. No. I don't. don't maybe there's one in Burbank. Uh, there's gotta be. Here I'm on it. There's no way. I mean, there's PF P. Changs are littered all over this place. Although PF Changs is a slight step up from all. I feel like the Glendale. Olive Glendale. Glendale's yeah, the closest Glendale one. Glendale would have an Olive Garden. Yeah, there's also one in Burbank, so that tracks. The Glendale. And of there's over one in there. Culver City. I mean, we're surrounded. Yeah, 
Yet we have to drive to Anaheim for a fucking Sonic. I know. That's so fucked up. Uh, people in the Midwest, you don't know how great you have it. Just having Sonics everywhere. I just want a Coney. I just want a Peter Butter Fudge Shake. And, and a hot dog, if I'm being honest, with cheese and bacon and hickory sauce. What is hickory sauce? It's just barbecue sauce. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And cool. some And some tots. Yeah, that's in there. Jalapeno peppers are so good. Yeah. And an ocean water? I don't even know what's in there. Definitely not ocean water. I can no. tell you that. It's No, I would hope not. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez had a bad day. Allegedly. Allegedly. Over half a million dollars were stolen from him when his fucking car got broke into. Did you hear that number is highly exaggerated? It has to be. Unless there was $400,000 in there. There's not. The police were like, that estimate was way overhyped. Now, because A-Rod's the fucking dolt of that relationship. Also, how... He won't go into the Hall of Fame because of the steroids and stuff, most likely. Uh, But arguably one of the better players of all time in Major League Baseball. And still... Well, because of the steroids. And still in the news be referred to as Jennifer Lopez's fiance. Like I don't think that's that bad. That's a bummer. Well. that's But that also shows you where J-Lo's at. She's so fucking rich. Also, Yeah, but she's also in that lexicon of like people with one name, like Madonna and Cher. And yes. Yeah, and Beyonce. I mean, Beyonce is kind of like a step up. She's like the... Barbara Streisand. She's definitely gone galactic. Yeah. Yeah. So my point being, that just shows you how powerful music is over pretty much anything else. Yeah. Like over and sports. And also, A-Rod, what a shock, is a liar. That is weird. Because he told the truth all the time when he played baseball. All the time. And all- I didn't do steroids. I didn't do steroids. All right. <laughs> oh, You Kurt. scamp. Yeah, I'm saddened that several items that were of a personal nature and irreplaceable with sentimental value were taken. I have a feeling he's talking about his jewel. <laughs> eh. You know he's got like a knockoff jewel. Or you know what? You know what? Probably he's had. He's got pool. some prototype of an A Rod licensed ju- vape pen that's not out yet that he's just trying out. I don't think he's doing much, but other than being J Lo's like biggest supporter all he does is post videos of her of like him following her going on twitter with her like that's the only thing he does now is well he's a big time announcer with the major with major league but he's actually a very good commentator uh on baseball and uh he's very good at kind of breaking it down for the layman but uh yeah other than that i've heard nothing but terrible things about him yeah i haven't heard any good things about him uh well, so come. On. Speaking of bad things, we have any mail? Oh, we definitely have some mail. By the way, thanks for sending mail. Yeah, keep sending us. We mail. appreciate that you take the time out of your day to reach out to us at one millionth pod at gmail dot com. That's words. the word one million with a th. It's it longer and longer. Pod at gmail dot com. Pod that's, with a p. That's and o, an o and a D. That's O N E M I L L I O N T H P O D. You know, if you're going to make a comment about me making it long, you know I'm going to fucking make it longer. <laughs> Where the fuck have you been? Ugh. This one comes from Adam. Adam. Hi, Chris and Andy. And in 
and in parentheses he wrote in words double exclamation point thanks adam <laughs> love the podcast you guys are hilarious together well thank you i'm from a big family with lots of siblings he doesn't say how many did you guys fuck with each other a lot growing up maybe you still do give us a story exclamation point he, he just typed that one uh fuck you come on by adam p.s just thought some of the cool oh just bought some of the coolest shit in the world from charlie hustle got the sweet podcast discount Woot! there's no wisconsin shit but we're definitely in the midwest i think aren't we if you get a chance put in a good word for us with charlie well, <laughs> we'll tell charlie and you if you want one you can go to charliehustle.com it's, yeah. it's vintage t-shirts made fresh. That's it's a, great. They're that, very comfortable shirts. They're very comfortable. I wear them all the time. It's 25% off your whole order with the promo code, the number one, and the word million. As far as your question, uh, you know, I was older. I was so much older than she was as a kid that I, w- I was more about just protecting her. And then when she turned 14, I just tried to avoid her at all costs. My uh, friends were remembered you as just mooning everyone all the time yeah but that wasn't that wasn't yeah. unique to you that was i was just mooning people <laughs> i i have mooned someone while driving well i wasn't technically driving at the time but i was in the driver's seat and i was in the other car that got mooned oh that's right uh <laughs> we fuck with each other now i mean we're not really into practical jokes i mean it's just not kind of our thing but we definitely other than the christmas morning thing we talked about last episode oh that's yeah but that's not as much of a practical Although joke we do like public to, service we do like to do gag wrapping on christmas gifts oh yeah a lot of big boxes for tiny gifts or yeah or boxes just full of change or really good gifts inside of a box it's a shit gift <laughs> uh yeah there's we do we do have fun on christmas yeah sometimes you duct tape a brick to the bottom of a sometimes box i've definitely done that i that's, have done that as well that's a game you can only do one or twice because then it's like you, you don't want to become one note no you don't you really don't we don't really fuck with each other as much as we just give each other a constant stream of shit not Literally, but figuratively. Yeah, we give you because that would be no. That's that's the next one comes to us from Grace. Hey, Chris and little Zandy. Hey, I'm catching on! Exclamation point written out both words. Both words. Yeah, she even did exclamations a long one too. That word is nuts. That word is nuts. A journey. (laughs) Love listening to your podcast. Regular exclamation point. If you could choose any one person currently living to be a guest on your show, who would it be? Also, I know both of y'all can sing, so would you ever do a duet on the show? Uh, we kind of do a duet at the end. Uh, Can't with, believe you don't stick around for that. You got to stick around. We do Spanish Flea. Uh, it's just it's more of a jazz take on it. Yeah, whereas if like... It's very improvised. Very improvised, never on the same note yeah. or key. Yeah, but it's about beat. the feeling. And yeah. we're usually on heroin. So it's very jazzy. So jazzy. Uh, if I could choose any one person to current living to be a guest on your show, who would it be? Um, Currently living? Yeah. Y- you got- That means we can't even be here. Right. Because we're ghosts. I just thought you just, I thought you meant just because we're like emotionally unavailable to most people. No, we're dead inside for sure. No, we're dead inside. Okay. Uh, uh, and Grace also says, fuck you, 
come on by. Uh, thanks, Grace. Thanks, Grace. Hmm. Hmm. Tom Hanks. Ooh, he'd be fun. I'd go Tom Hanks. He just seems like the nicest man on he, the planet. I feel like he would just sit right here. I don't think he'd smoke weed or anything, but might have some 42 with us. Maybe, yeah. And he then just like kind of chill out and like he would tell us about his weekend and then we'd just he'd have we'd just tell him to bring some topics. Yeah. And he would just be a he'd be a peach. He is a peach. He'd be a real peach. Tom Hanks, America. And he'd peach. leave and he'd be like, "Hey man, you got to come over to the house sometime. Meet Rita." Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm just saying. Yeah, he'd be fun. That, that so I th- I'm gonna say Tom Hanks. Plus, I think that's a what a great story. I mean, a guy to be that relevant for that long, never really get into any trouble. Like you never got that caught, we know of. That we know of. Like he's that kind of celebrity where like he might have killed somebody. He didn't get away, and he just like they pushed it away. There's skeletons in that closet somewhere. I don't know. What do you think? If you could choose any one person currently living. Ooh, I bet I would want to have Bill Murray. Fuck yeah. Let's just get some old white guys in here. Just one up in me. That's killer. He'd be so great. He would be so, but I bet he'd be kind of weird and like it wouldn't make sense. I'm fine with that. He'd definitely smoke weed with us. He would definitely smoke weed. He hangs out with Jenny Lewis, which is so dope. Brian Sarkin got to smoke weed with him at a dead show. Yeah, man. So rad. He seems great. There's a movie on Netflix called something about Bill Murray. It's like, you know how he just like shows up places like a bunch of people have these like. Like Andy Dick, but in a good way. Yes. Andy Dick in a good way. Like he showed up to a college party and did the dishes and left. Get the fuck out. Yeah, and then some couple was doing their uh, engagement photos, and he joined them for some. I saw those. Yeah, and so there's this documentary on Netflix about all these occurrences, which is, as soon as the VO starts, you're like, oh, man, this is some 22-year-old kid. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> like, I don't trust a 22-year-old narrating a documentary. <laughs> Even if it is about party stories, I'm out. I'm a- there was no confidence in his voice. But I just looked up the stories online. They're fun. He'd be great. I want to hear his take. I like it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last last fan question. Uh, this one is from Terry. Chris, I am a really big fan. Thank you. I've seen you three times now, and you never seem to disappoint a crowd of fucktarts. Although, to be fair, the, uh, hopefully the crowd's not full of fucktarts. Yeah. I'm curious what your favorite movie is, Blazing Saddles. Personally, every time I watch Grandma's Boy, it reminds me of your comedy. I've never seen Grandma's Boy. Uh, Nick Swartzen is a buddy, and uh, he's very funny, so I'm sure Grandma's Boy is very funny. There was a day where Aubrey and I, I, we were snowed in to Mom and Dad's house. Yeah. For like two whole days. We couldn't go anywhere. Not a terrible place to get snowed in. No, but we watched Grandma's Boy back to back. Because it was so funny the first time we just started it over and watched it again. My buddy Sleepy and I did that with Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Oh, the movie's so good. We were, I mean, we were super high on some terrible weed. But <laughs> we, because I remember he lived like literally like on the other side of County Line from mom and dad. And so I would just roll over there and buy weed and smoke weed. And, and that day we I hung out for a long time. Yeah, we like weed. I do like weed. Thank you for creating a bitchin' podcast. Listening to you and your hilarious sister totally makes my workday better. Hey, that's me. Keep up the good work and keep coming to Omaha. Well, thanks, Terry. We're going to keep doing this. 
uh, until literally Podbean says no one's listening. Yeah. And then we'll do it one more week and see and call mom and dad and go, what the fuck? Why aren't you listening? <laughs> They'll be like, well, you guys just talk in circles. We're like, yeah, that's what a podcast is. <laughs> Speaking of smoking weed and people that love it, Mike Tyson says he smokes about $40,000 of marijuana every month. That's not, first off, uh, that's the title. And you know how uh, articles are. They're like, oh, they. Th- he says this. And then you get there and it's like, Oh, you kind of left out some huge, huge points in that sentence. Uh, it's actually his uh, ranch. He said they smoke 10 tons of weed a month. But that's what 10 tons should be way more than $40,000. Because, like, like, you got to think, I mean, what's a pound of weed probably go for? Like, if you're buying that kind of bulk, you can probably get it for, like, t- two grand, 1500 I don't know. I never bought I've no, I don't know. I would have no idea. Again, I would think around two grand. Yeah, asking me to do any kind of math is a huge mistake. All right, let's see. Let's think about this. Two thousand dollars a pound, and there's two thousand pounds in a ton, so that's fucking four hundred thousand dollars. Half a million, a little, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars for weed. For your ranch, that's a lot. And then he's smoking forty grand of it. I mean, I guess it's only 10%. For one man, though? I mean, he's is he just... It, I'm sure it's the most top shelf. But it's also, unless he's literally... Unless there's some sort of contraption on the first floor of his house where you put in an entire ton of weed, and then it somehow compresses it, sparks it in some sort of flash flame, and then he inhales it all at once. Like with a leaf blower? Which would be literally the first time anyone's ever... That would be the only way you could over overdose on marijuana ever. You are asking if it's possible for Mike Tyson to have some kind of crazy apparatus to help him smoke a ton of weed a month from a guy who bit someone's ear off and also had a pet tiger and also has a face tattoo. Yeah, but he's not an engineer. <laughs> he's, not, he's got money to be an engineer. I doubt it. That's almost like what Johnny Depp spends a month on wine. Because he spends $30,000 a month on wine. I think they've... Didn't they curtail that, though? Initially, they were like, Johnny Depp pays twenty grand a month on wine. He's like, no, it's thirty. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't know what curtailed meant, so I was just letting you do that. Oh. <laughs> I get it now. Lasso it. Yeah, for- I get it now. Well, speaking of huge mistakes... Or just dumb ideas. Do you see? I told. I think I told you about this yesterday. Drake's new tattoo. What's he doing? He's leapfrogging the Beatles. He's pegging the Beatles. Okay. So Drake got a tattoo of him passing the Beatles on the Abbey Road crosswalk. Because what? Of it, what happened? Uh, because he passed the band for the top ten songs in a single year on the Hot 100 list. Oh, okay. As well as recently he had also won, uh, passed them for second most top ten singles in the history of the Hot 100. So it's just, it's him passing the Beatles. Yeah, but it's like the infamous Abbey Road crosswalk, and he's yeah. in front waving at them. I mean, he did it. I mean, I get, it's funny. I don't, it's not a joke. It's got to be done with a little bit of tongue and cheek. Have you ever seen an interview with Drake? No. I don't think he has a sense of humor at all. Maybe. He also 
courts 14-year-olds. So I'm not really expecting a lot of logic. I guess not. And also, like, when you get to that level, odds are you don't have a lot of no guys. Like, you don't have a lot of real people. It's just a lot of yes dudes telling you. Yeah. I mean, she's 14, bro, but she's here. Well, she's a famous actress. It's a big conspiracy. What, like a Nickelodeon actress? The girl from Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown. Is she of Bobby Brown's family? No. No. She's just poorly named? Yes, she's English. And they just have a weird relationship. Everyone look it up. Start the revolution. Start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't know much about Drake. I listen to some of his songs when they play him at the gym. Yeah. A couple of them I dig. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I don't get the hubbub. I don't get the hubbub either. I especially, and you when you were younger, came up in a time when rap was much, and hip-hop was much more poetic. Yeah, it was great. Much more lyrical Uh and much more relevant to the times. Like, they were saying things. It wasn't about what, I mean, it was a little bit about what they had, but it was not an entire song about it. I mean, you know, Tupac, Biggie, Nas, like all those guys, we came up during those times where it was just a much better genre of music. Yeah. But I, you and know, they didn't I, get stupid fucking tattoos of them passing legends. No, they just got. Although t- Oasis did say they were going to be bigger than the Beatles, and look what happened to them. Uh, another follow-up story to a story from earlier. So a website is warning people not to head into a town near a secret U.S. base as part of the aftermath of the viral call to storm Area 51. In recent weeks, more than two million people, we're up to two million, have signed up to take part in this attack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's not an attack. It isn't. It's a it's a storming. You're gonna win. What what was it called? What kind of running was Naruto it? Naruto run. You're gonna Naruto run. That's not an attack because your arms are back and you're going ahead first. But you're without helmet. You're storming a secured area. That's an attack. Huh. That's not what it said on the invite. Now the official website of Rachel Nevada or Raquel. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> How is it spelled? R-A-C-H-E-L. I bet that's Rachel. Yeah. Well, in Missouri, Nevada is Nevada. So who the and fuck knows? And El Dorado's El Dorado. Yeah, instead of El Dorado. The small town near the base that was chosen as a site for the event has warned people that they could be in danger if they come to visit. It notes that the only services in the area are found at the extraterrestrial-themed Island. It's A apostrophe L E apostrophe N. Oh, alien. I got it. It took me a second, but yeah. I'm there. Uh, oh, we. you even said it earlier. All right, yeah. I'm back. Internet and phone signal is not expected to be available, and nor are credit card payments. So if you're going to storm, bring cash. And yeah, how are you going to communicate with the other stormers if your texts don't work? You're going to need to bring a shit ton of walkie-talkies. <laughs> people actually think that this is going to happen there's people are just going to go and i think it's going to become like a festival you know just because of the times that we're in that there's 10 percent of the people that are here that are fucking dead certain they're gonna storm area 50 right and exactly you said that the last time and what did i say pick them off but you're not bringing oh they're gonna pick them off yeah 
right. Let the uh, Air Force fucking pick Meanwhile, up. Counting Crows and Sister Hazel are playing on the B stage for your festival. I don't know. I was organizing this festival. Well, now. I'm just saying you think it's going to turn into a festival. I'm sure Counting Crows are going to be there. They play all the festivals. No. I, when was the last time you saw a festival list? <laughs> Counting Crows are at Coachella this year. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Yeah, they're headlining they're, in the they're, parking lot. In parking lot G-B. And Blues Traveler's going to be there, but John Popper's a hologram. And he's alive. They just don't want him there. John Popogram? John Popogram. Well, he doesn't wear the bandolero of harmonicas. What's the fucking point? He does wear a bandolero of harmonicas, and, is, and as Chris Robinson told me, there's also condiments in there. Really? No, he's just making fun of him. Oh. I would have been smart. <laughs> Ketchup packet pocket. But then he lost all the weight. He was probably like, I don't eat sauces anymore. Um. So did you see this guy that sent his girlfriend a list of ways to behave while she was at a music festival? He sent her a list? Uh-huh. Okay. A te- it was via text. And she decided to publish this list. Oh, I can't wait. Because he sounds like a really cool dude. I Just know. like a real chill. Yeah. Like, Laid back. Yeah. Not controlling at all. No, well, no, it all. makes sense why he's so controlling because oh, I'll tell you after. So. And they're also English. So some of the vernacular is going to sound foreign. OK. Uh, So number one, I'm not going to I mean, I'm just going to pick and choose some of these. So I'm not going to give them numbers. It says don't dance like a slag and reflex. So don't dance like a slut. Don't get too drunk. No boys, and if anyone comes up to you and talks to you, you tell them you have a boyfriend. Look after that your always drink. works. Mm-hmm. Look after your drink at all times to make sure no one puts anything in it. Stick with blank, or I mean the names are all scrubbed out, but stick with your friends at all times. Uh, by the looks of last night, though, mostly blank, like one specific friend. <laughs> so this is like, she's already been there a day. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to need to lay down some ground rules for sure. For days two and three of you having fun. Um, no one allowed in her room. Um, he wanted a video of her outfit front and back so he Get could approve it before she fuck left. Out of here. Uh huh. Even when I'm asleep, text me to tell me everything so I can see in the morning. It's uh, oh, if you can, I want a video of the room before you sleep and prove no one else is in there and you are off to sleep. Oh, wow. So you'll never get this. He's super trusting. He cheated on her. <laughs> Text me before you FaceTime me so I can make sure ho number two is out of the room. But that's how it goes. People that cheat always think you're cheating. Yeah, but I mean, this is just fucking ridiculous. It's a great list. It's a, Yeah. It's a solid list. What else is on that list? fucking psychopath. <laughs> or is that a sociopath? That's a person that knows what they're doing, but they still have no remorse. Sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. That that guy's that. Yeah. Wow. And did the girl? I hope the girl fucked every dude she wanted to fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. I mean, don't get too drunk. I get that. That's fine. But the rest of it, what the fuck? You know what you do then? If, if a you- guy sends you that, you just send him a little snippet of you fucking another dude. No. No, because oh, yeah. that's the kind of guy that'll oh, that's kill you. From, and that's also a guy that would just put that shit on the internet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, don't do that. Let's backtrack. What I said earlier, 
Well, I meant don't ever do that. <laughs> Nailed it. So send Chris nudes. So send- <laughs> yeah, I just think it's bananas. But it's if you find time, call me or FaceTime me, but let me know in advance. Like, what a thinly veiled. I would have been like, oh, he's cheating on me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Let me know in advance. You just. Any guy who has sends lists like this is never in a position of power. It's not like you need to clear the room. Excuse yourself from an important meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, man, you're at Jiffy Lube. Yeah. Do they have Jiffy Lube in England? I'm sure it's like, yeah, quickie oil or quickie, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oil and jolly. I don't know. <laughs> Get your oil jollies. Nailed it. Out of the park. It is a small park. It is. It's a minor league. It's Girls. a park for ants. Well, here's kind of the opposite of that couple. Two gay penguins. Did you know there are gay penguins? Well, these are in Berlin. Well, they're soon to become parents. After taking in an abandoned egg as their own. Aww. You gotta give it up to penguins. They're so progressive. Even even after we capture them and keep them in small not, not, compartments. Not in the f- way they dress. <laughs> they're very stuck in their ways in that facet. They're very formal. And it's and they're adopting, apparently. Uh, let's see here. Skipper and Ping, the two male emperor penguins, arrived in the Berlin Zoo as, as a couple. Uh... As soon as they arrived, the Berlin Zoo spokesman said they showed immediate baby fever. How do penguins do that? Uh, that's what I want to fucking know. Because I watch a lot of those surveillance videos. Like, I have an app on my yeah. Apple TV that it's like a live cam of a penguin enclosure at some zoo. They were probably just going to other penguins that had babies and just, like, holding them for too long and, like, taking pictures with them and stuff. Taking long whiffs of the top of their head. Yeah, and just sobbing for no reason. (laughs) Uh, They kept trying to hatch fish and stones, the girl said. Oh, so they were just murdering fish eggs? Well, I mean, they were probably going to do that anyway. I think that's how they eat. Huh. Uh, The zookeepers gave Skipper and Ping an egg from the only female penguin in the horde who had failed to hatch her eggs for nearly two decades. She also seemingly disinterested in hatching her eggs, they said. So the male emperor penguins, uh, they warm the egg. Let's see. The two are eggs. They're acting like exemplary parents. Aw, good. I mean, it's so hard to adopt. The process is really long. Yeah, it really is, especially for penguins. I mean, how many of those? Waitlist for people. Like, what the? Uh, Have you seen the, the salmon cannon? The fish tube. The fish tube. Let me ride <laughs> the fish tube. So if you haven't seen it, it's a device to shoot fish over a dam so that they can continue their migration yes. to spawn. Yeah, because we've, we've s- fucked everything up. But well, we just put up a there. dam for power. I mean, it, dams are the cleanest way to get power and all you know that still messes with migratory patterns apparently but we're fixing it we're salmon tubes (laughs) and uh so it's just basically a giant that's what it sounds like this too like remember the bank back in the day in like the 80s and 90s when you'd put like your thing and the pen in the little canister and then you put that in this little pneumatic pneumatic thing and then it would just shoot up it's basically that but for fish and it's a lot more flexible and without the canister. <laughs> it was so cool in high school if you had one of those. 
One well, of those like little cans. Yeah. Oh, really? You just steal them? Mm-hmm. I never had one, but I know people that did. We always did. I bet that's a federal offense. Our thing in ju- <laughs> I just remember in junior high. Uh, no, it's not a federal. Off- I mean, unless there was you're money. stealing from a bank. Oh, that's true. It'd be weird if you did federal time for some just because you wanted a cool canister. No, oh, you're juvenile. I doubt it would be that long. Um. <laughs> uh, but I remember as a kid in junior high, especially you would keep your Walkman and all your. Man, am I dating myself? You keep your Walkman and all your tapes and it- your talk boy. In a, in a Crown Royal bag. <laughs> and it was also like back in the day, like before everyone got super PC, where they would kind of let it slide. Oh, God. Like you'd pull like they'd be like, OK, you can listen to your Walkmans. And we'd all just pull out these Crown Royal bags. And the teacher would be like, come on, you guys. We're like, <laughs> we're not drinking, but it's a great it fits perfectly. And you think it's like edgy because your kids there were girls in high school who use those as purses. Yeah. And you were always like, those are the girls that smoke cigarettes at lunch. But also those are the girls that are poor. I've been wanting to get back on that. I wanted I want another soda. That one in and out was such a disappointment. It was just a poor representation of Dr. Pepper as a whole. Such a bummer. What are you going to do about it? I'm just going to have a just at the right time. I'm going to have a Dr. Pepper. You've got a slab of tabs on their way. I got a slab of tabs. No, I don't think I'm going to open the door to back to sodas with tab. Have you? Did, did you ever have tab? It's still around. It is still around. I don't think I've ever had it's tab. It's the worst. Really? Worse than RC Cola? Well, first off, let, okay, let's back up here. RC Cola is not terrible. It's, uh, it's decent. I don't remember the last time I had one. You got to have <gasps> we it. We should in, do a soda taste. Well, like on the pod. Yeah. On the audio pod, we should do a soda taste. Yeah. What an accent. On the audio pod. So, do a soda taste. I don't know. Pish posh. <laughs> you fucking posy. I don't know as, uh, about the accent as much. Maybe the ta- the cadence was a little <laughs> British. It, was, it wasn't just British. It was better than. It was. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's British. Uh, Wendy's district manager in Massachusetts is under fire. Wendy's At- the restaurant? Wendy's the restaurant, the district manager, so like the big guy. Oh, yeah. He has probably like six or seven Wendy's under his belt. For sure. And he's got to hit all of them every day, and he's got to make sure Gary at store 32 is off meth because he's got a store to run. God, could you imagine? That sounds like the worst job. Uh, Well, he is under fire after he blamed a restaurant's bad customer service on the town where it is located. Oh, it all started on Sunday when Matthew Rose contacted Wendy's corporate office to gripe about two terrible experiences he had at a Wendy's in Wareham, according to Boston station WCVB. Rose was shocked by an email he received on Monday from district manager Keith Edward Helger. And uh, I already don't trust him because he uses all three names and he's a district fucking manager. You don't trust people that use three names? Not when they're a district manager of a Wendy's. <laughs> Like if you're an actor, or yeah. or an entertainer of some sort, or yeah. a, or a knight. Ooh, but that's just a sir. Or even play a knight at the Ren Fest, or Again, maybe you're just a li- or maybe you're just a little effeminate. Are you just listing knights? No, I don't know how many knights are a little effeminate. Okay, so here he. <laughs> I who would know? Who blame- Who would know what knights are effeminate? Rose was shocked by an email from K E H. Who blamed the poor service on the town's limited, quote-unquote, talent pool. 
And here's what he said. Not an excuse, but the town of Wareham has little to no talent pool to hire from. For a fucking Wendy's. <laughs> this is an ongoing issue in that area. We are constantly interviewing and hiring any and all qualified candidates. Unfortunately, those candidates are hard to come by as most are recovering addicts and we cannot hire them. Well, which are recovering. I, they're recovering. And also it's about to get so busy because those spicy nuggets are back. Dude, when are they coming back? I think they're back. Oh, uh, why didn't we order those? We didn't get them for dessert. <laughs> so four wings. So we're having wings for dinner. We've already ordered them. And so you're saying that for fucking dessert, you want to have nuggets, yeah. which are basically boneless wings. Dessert just implies there's a little snack after the meal. That is not, not at all what that implies. It doesn't have to be something sweet. It could be a palate cleanser. When is a dessert not something sweet? Uh, sometimes I'll have a salt lick. Yeah. After a nice meal. When you're hanging out at your equine conventions? I Yes, I go to several a day. Mainly just for the salt licks, because that's the only place you're going to fucking find one. Yeah. I've whittled my tongue down to a short nub. Well, diamond nub tips. Also, the promo code ClickLack for diamond <laughs> nub <laughs> tips. They also do tongue nubs, and that's what I have. And I talk fancier with my diamond nub tip. Go to nubnubs.com. That's nubnubs.com. Oh, yeah. Desserts. What other? What dessert could not be sweet when it's, um, I don't know, like a... Like a like You're a, wrong. Desserts are always sweet. They're not always sweet. They they might be sweet and savory. There might be like a weird, might be like maple covered bacon or some shit. Ooh. Right? Yeah. But you that's have bacon as a dessert. I come out with just three pieces of plain bacon. I go, that's your dessert. I'd be thrilled. You would not. You would <laughs> rage flip the fucking table at Olive Garden. Well, I'd say what was for dessert? You get, well, you get one, two, or three pieces of bacon. I will pick three. You would no, no, no. That would not. That is not how that would go. You'd be like, who the fuck serves bacon for fucking dessert? I wouldn't get that upset. If it was a family function, you absolutely would. I would laugh my ass off. We would. I'm not letting you go on the fact that you think desserts. You would not eat bacon as a dessert. Not even cheese, a, not cheese. even a hypothetical. In France and in, in Europe, cheese is a dessert. But it's probably a sweeter cheese. They're not no. coming at you with an aged cheddar. Literally, they do. Cheese plates are desserts. And that have... seems like more of an aperitif. It's not. See, that's why I don't go over there. <laughs> they got different money, and they're serving cheese for dessert. They've got different money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> I don't like. And I don't mean the money kind. I don't. I. You know what I do? I mean both types of change. Uh, well, cool. Well, uh, so what are you doing this weekend? You got any big plans? I'm well, not doing anything. I'm very excited. Well, I, well I'm, I plan on buying tomorrow a never-ending possible pass. <laughs> you can go 100, you can go 500. I mean, just go swing for the fences and get the 500, because... Uh, you know what you should do? Just get it. Not even use it. I bet you can turn that on eBay for 700 easy. Probably. Because it's still a deal for life. For life. For life. Because I have a feeling the people that go to Olive Garden go a lot yeah and honestly five hundred dollars to me that's like a weekend of postmates but i also wonder if that's just for you or for the table oh it's only for you for sure there's no way it's for the table parla mesa are you loco <laughs> uh i will be 
in Cleveland this week, which is a city in Ohio. I've heard it rocks. It does rock. I will be at Hilarities, which is actually one of my favorite clubs in the country. Uh, it's uh, on 4th Street, right by the Q. I think they still call it the Q. That's what they call Quicken Loans Arena. Uh, I would absolutely, I would call it anything but that. Right. <laughs> uh, and they Quicken Loans Arena. It's. <laughs> And next week, I'll be in Minneapolis at Acme, which is another one of my favorite clubs. Starting to get back into good comedy time because it's hot and miserable outside and people want to be inside. AC, you can only go bowling for so long. You can get your tickets at chrisportercomedy.com. You can reach us here at the pod at one millionth pod. That's the word one, word millionth pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Tell us all about it, Andy. Uh, the Instagram is at one millionth pod, all one word. And on Twitter, it's at the number one words millionth pod. Because that fucking guy. Follow us on the pod. Subscribe. Rate us. Send us an email. Uh, tell tell a friend. You got a friend that's like, hey, I just crushed a pod. Do you know any pods? <laughs> tell them about the one millionth pod. When you call podcast pods, it's like when someone says GIF instead of GIF. No. That is <laughs> if I said pod. <laughs> One millionth pod. Come on out to the pod. I do a podcast. It's a, it's a long O. <laughs> uh, no, but I get it. I get, I get the, the feeling, the emotion behind the statement. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's just fun. the twitch that I get. I, <laughs> Like with the exclamation points. <laughs> it's just a countdown until I implode. Dude, I can't just wait. wait for I'm just 10. glad I glad it became a thing. I can't wait till that's the thing that does it. There will be an episode where you've had a day and you walk in here and, you know, maybe something's going on and I go exclamation point and you just rage flip. Yeah. And the fact that we record on Mondays doesn't help. No. No, it doesn't. Uh, all right. Well, again, thanks for listening. This has been episode Ocho. Ocho. The Ocho. And uh, so, yeah, again, for the One Millionth Podcast, my name's Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Fuck you. Come on by. not related to the bill cosby spanish flea is it no that's spanish fly oh thank god